Without the sacrifices of those before us, we wouldn't be able to you know, do the things we do today. Hold I know, it's just a great thing. God bless America. Freedom is a concept that most people uh, take for granted and really don't give it much thought as to what it really means. We here in the United States are free to do whatever we want to do as long as it's in accordance with the laws of this country. We can go state to state. We can decide when we want to get up, what we want to eat, where we want to go, what we want to buy. And there are no boundaries, as I said, except for those laws that we must abide by in a free society. If you're a traveler and you go to countries like I've been in Russia and China, uh, you understand what the real meaning of freedom is. Uh, there, the people are restricted by rules uh, and are controlled by an elite group of people who determine what they can and can't do. In this country, you're free to vote for whomever you want to vote for, and you're free to walk uh, wherever you want to walk. As long as you abide by those rules here in this country, you are truly free. Attack lights, not others, with Tim Hoover and Steve Mittman. Here in America, it's July 4th, Independence Day week, July 4th, just a couple days ago, and everybody's throwing around the word freedom. You hear that a lot these days, but I'm not so sure we know what it means. It's, it's a deep word, that's for sure. Well, I, can tell, I can tell you what it means. Tell me. One word. Happiness. Period. It's also protecting that happiness. Now, in our country, America, it was an idea, which is, I think, one of the most wonderful things in this world to live here. But this idea creates our happiness. Our happiness then, in turn, has to be protected. And it a, does. You know, and as a martial artist, we're always thinking about protecting our tribe, our family, ourselves. Protecting what we have, maintaining. We have. Yeah, sure. Look, I'm going to ask you a question. What was your first feeling of independence, of freedom? What was your first feeling? I don't have memories of that. Oh my gosh, it's an easy one for me. Really? Riding my bicycle. Yeah. Getting on my bicycle, and back then a banana seat, mm -hmm. and leaving my block, leaving my area, and entering a brand new, where my buddies were. Mm -hmm. I, had a, I had a journey. I had a place to go. Um, I had freedom to go there and to experience the independence of not being dependent upon anybody else to take me there and going into this new world of happiness to be with my friends and then riding home yeah, in a safe, clean environment that was protected. Yeah. That was my happiness. That was my first experience of happiness. Yeah, I would have said when I got my license, but you're right, even before that as a younger child. But it got me thinking, okay, the term freedom, because I've really been thinking about this the last few days, especially with Independence Day here in America. We talk about the word tribe a lot. Find your tribe. Find your people. These are people that are going to make your life better. They're going to enhance your life, elevate the quality of your life, because they either have a quality or trait or traits that you aspire to be like or to have, or they're just good people and you want to be around good people. Push it a little further, and a tribe could become a cult. So could. at what point do they... You give them so much that they take away your freedom. That's mm -hmm. the balance, the yin-yang. There is a fine line, if you ask me. And that's what our founding fathers did. 
I'm going to read the preamble of the Declaration of Independence. You talk about happiness. That's what they were looking for. They weren't happy any longer living under the tyranny that they spoke of. We hold these truths to be self-evident, that all men are created equal. These days, we know that to be men, women, children. But all people are created equal. They are endowed by their creator. They are endowed by... By their creator. I said that twice on purpose because I think we've gotten too far away from that with certain unalienable rights that among these are life, liberty, and the pursuit happiness. of happiness. Yeah. And that's, you know, and that's been protected by a lot of people, a lot of individuals who have not run away from bullets, but actually run into them. Those men and women sacrifice for our freedom, our ability to find happiness. Look, I, I pioneered a, a martial arts system. Back in the 80s, it was called, you know what it's called, Quantum Fujito. It was unheard of at that time to be able to create something that I called originally a very American eclectic system. Eventually created the name as it is now. But to venture into that, I had to have a vision, an idea, a concept. But then I also had to keep its roots. I knew that I wanted to keep kata and form because that's where it came from. If I would have completely unraveled the system and paid no tribute to its roots, I would have lost its point of origin uh, and why we do it and our purpose. So that was important to me to keep in our style. And I think as it is to keep in our country. Tell me the story uh, because you remembered who you were. You remembered the roots, but it's okay to change, adapt, evolve and keep your happiness as long as you're making others happy at the same time. And that became your style. But sure. tell me the story. Well, I we trained before. Yeah, I trained a long time ago, but I trained with a lot of different, pretty cool teachers. You can call them masters if you want. And this one particular master was an older gentleman. And I didn't train with him long. I think it was just a couple of weeks, but I found it to be uh, interesting. And he would always start his session with me with a story. And he had many stories, but the one that stuck with me the most is the, the fish story. And everybody that's listening to the show is going, what does this have to do about freedom? But if you listen, it does. And the reason I think it stuck with me is because it's, it's all about that. So there were these young fish swimming at the bottom of the ocean. And this one fish looked up and saw light at the top of the ocean, you know, where the, the plane of the water breaks into the sky. And he said to the other fish, did anybody ever venture up there? I'd love to go up there and see what that's all about. And all the fish said, no, no, we're not supposed to go there. We're not supposed to go there. Nobody goes there. Well, the next thing you know, he breaks away from the rest of the school, the fish, and he swims up to the top and he breaks the plane of the water. And as he breaks the plane of the water, he can feel the bright sun on his back. Now, as the fish breaks the water, you know, it's only up there for a few seconds until it crashes back down into the water. Mm -hmm. he goes back down to the other fish and says, man, that was incredible. He says, there's another world up there. He said, there's a light up there. And he said, I'm going to go up every day and see what this is all about. So every day he'd go up and venture up, break away from the school fish. And he'd break the plane of the water and again, feel the light in the back. And he wanted to live up there. Finally, he sees this old master walking along the shoreline. So he keeps going up every day and asking the master, please teach me how to live in the light. Well, the first couple of days, the master ignored him. And then one day, as he was breaking through the plane of the water, he feels his arm sweep him out of the water onto the shore. And this master teaches him how to breathe and how to live in the light. He carries him back to this old mansion where 
And in the back, there's this garden, this beautiful garden, and surrounded by a four-foot stone wall. And they lived there in peace for many years. The fish loved to lay in the back by the garden area where it was cool and dry. One day, the master says to the fish, I've got to go in town for a couple hours. While the master was gone, a huge torrential storm hit, rained for hours. When the master got back to his home, he goes into the back at the garden to see the fish. The fish had died. Hmm. Tell me why. He died because he forgot his roots. He forgot who he was. He forgot how to breathe underwater. He got so used to breathing out of water. He wanted that freedom, that taste of freedom he loved so much that he forgot who he was. He forgot his roots. He forgot where he came from. He was originally a fish. and Maybe the idea to live in the light is what we're all looking to do. Now, this happiness, this thing we enjoy is the light. In God we trust is on every form of currency that we run through our fingers. And this idea, this vision that our forefathers created was to create happiness. It is elusive and it can slip through our fingers as fast as we know it. I think the point behind that story is the United States is supposed to be the light of the world. I know it is like riding my bicycle at eight years old and finding my freedom, feeling protected. I will never forget where I came from. I will never forget who my parents are, the sacrifices they made, and those who ran into the bullets that didn't run away. I love this country. So it's good to have freedom, it's good to have happiness, but do not forget who you are. And I think that's what we all need to get back to as this country, because it was stated very clearly, very clearly, in the very beginning, 247 years ago, all men are created equal. All are endowed by their creator with certain unalienable rights, life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness. Thank you for listening to Attack Life, Not Others. For more on our way of life through the martial arts, subscribe to our podcast. AttackLifeNotOthers.com This has been a Steve Mittman social media creation. Steve Mittman, socialmedia.com. Steve Mittman, socialmedia.com.